welcome back to episode three of You Grossis. We are so excited because this is the last episode of January and it's an amazing topic. So we're very excited to get into it and give you guys some reminders. It's definitely something that I think people need a little refresher on or people don't think about it every day. So I'm super excited to just kind of talk about it. Me too. But before we get into it, we wanted to dive into a little life update. Yes, I have to know, how are you doing? I am doing better. Um, If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I had COVID this week, which is why I probably sound a little bit off. But thankfully, it came and went in like five days and I feel perfectly fine now. So and she's recording people. So she's we're recording. Doing good. I was like, there's no way we're missing episode three. We're on a roll and we can't be stopped. Yep. <laughs> Love that. What have you been up to? Have you been reading more books? I have finished 11 books this month. I counted it yesterday. I'm so proud of you. My goal was 15 if you guys needed a little refresher. So for the year though, right? For the year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're averaging, you're going to be averaging that about a month. Yeah, I did. I did the math. And if I read 11 books every month, I'd come to 120 books. Oh, I feel like that's like, that's insane. Well, when I made the goal, I was like 100 books. That's so unrealistic. (laughs) And here you are. So what's new with you? As we are speaking and recording, today is my last day of Whole30. Yay! And it's actually something that I really set my mind to. And this is the first time I've actually followed through on like a goal that I've set when it comes to my health. And I'm super excited. I also had my first coffee today in 30 days. So I saw I was like, wait a second, doing the math. Like, is she past her 30 days? Yeah, no, don't worry. It was Whole30 compliant, but I was like, you know what? I've been so good. And you don't even have to cut coffee out of Whole30. It's more that I just money wise and just like seeing if it helped me feel better with stomach things, you know, just overall. Yeah. But I did want to recommend and like touch base on Whole30 if anyone else is interested, because I had a few people message me about it. And some of the things that I have noticed just from doing Whole30 is my overall energy level. And I was taking some pictures this morning and I feel like the texture of my skin, like my thighs or my legs and my arms, I just feel like it is just more even, if that makes sense. And more firm, which I will never say no to. I've had just like way less cravings and I was doing the math. I've saved so much money this month. Oh my gosh. Yay. It's cool because even when we went out for your birthday dinner, like I was able to adjust my meal to fit the whole 30 and it was so good. So if anyone is like interested on it or thinking about doing it, please message me. I will give you all the details. I'll give you the recipes I tried. I feel like this has been something that's actually been manageable and like easy to fit into my lifestyle. So if anyone else was interested. I actually am. You inspired me. I am not joking. I think it would be really fun for you to try. I was sitting today making my grocery list and February starts, you know, in just a couple days. So I was like, okay, February is the new January. I had a rough January, honestly, with like taking a week off to go to Mexico, which that part was not rough. But then I had water contamination when I got back and then I was fine for a week and then I got COVID this last week. So it was kind of off to a little bit of rocky start. But this next week, it's the start of a new month. And I was like, maybe I'll try Whole30 
like Taryn did because you've had such good results on it and you've been like not even miserable so no not at all and that's something where in the past when I've tried certain diets or food it just like never felt right for my lifestyle and even tomorrow I technically am not on a whole 30 but I'm absolutely making meals that I've been making because it's been working and I'm just like excited to continue it, even though I don't necessarily have to, but I'm also excited to introduce foods back into my life that I have cut out to see how I feel, like coffee being one of them today. I felt completely fine, but it's more like the money and, you know, just not needing it. Yeah. So I would love for you to try it and see. We'll see. Yeah. And then... I mean, besides that, which has just like been a huge part of my January, I'm also now officially like packing. We get the keys to our first apartment in two days. And besides that, January, I was thinking like even work, I crushed my goals and I have set myself up for February to be pretty on pace to hit other goals. So I'm just like really excited. I'm feeling really good for February going into it like mental health wise physical health wise and just like overall I'm really feeling good like I do feel like February is the new January and I'm like starting fresh again but also taking the habits you've learned and bringing it into February I think that's what it is like I've now created these habits of like I pack my lunch every morning I have a lunch box or lunch bag I don't even know whatever (laughs) you want to call it and I actually like pack it every morning I like have been really good about drinking water because I couldn't really drink much stuff on Whole30 and so it's just like these little habits that I really did start to make more of like my everyday thing yeah so I love it yes and I feel like too it's kind of been fun just to like try something new and not everything like at first you know I was like is it gonna work with my life is it not If you try something and it doesn't work, it doesn't work for you and that's fine. But if you find something that does work, why stop? Right. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. If you find something that works for you, it doesn't mean it's going to work for the next person. But yeah, you got to find what works for you and then stick to it. So that's where I'm at. And I'm just excited to see what else. I know we have some super fun podcasts um, coming up in February that we've planned. And I'm just excited for everyone to hear them. It's going to be so good. Yeah. And something that we wanted to discuss was just things that we wish we could have either been told or told our younger selves. At first, we were going to do like what we wish we would have known in our early 20s. I do feel like I'm still in my early 20s a little bit. Yeah. But I know for me, I felt like I grew up very quickly. So even when I was 17, 18, I felt like I was in my 20s. And so when I think back to like advice I would have given myself when I was 20, I think back of like graduating high school 20s. Like, Even though I wasn't in my 20s. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's so funny. Mentally, I feel like I'm 24, but I just turned 27. So (laughs) like, yeah, no. And see, I'm for anyone that doesn't know, I'm about to turn 26 in a couple months, but I feel older sometimes. And I don't know if it's because sometimes I'm like associated around like older people are like just having to grow up fast. But I'm just excited to talk about things I wish I would have known when I was younger. Yeah. Because now looking back, I just feel like it would have made a big difference. And that's a part of like obviously getting older and wiser, but yeah. And growing. Exactly. And growing. I literally didn't know like what order to put these in, but they all ended up kind of correlating with each other. My first one is just to be confident in who you are and to not change your appearance for anyone. That's so good. I recently dyed my hair brunette which actually is my natural color. And someone asked me why I dyed it because I was blonde my whole life. And it wasn't in a way that was like, why'd you do that? It was like, what made you do that? You know, 
I have never been so sure of who I am than I am in this moment. And when I was younger, I felt like I was changing my appearance to either like who I surrounded myself with or who I was dating. And I just remember like I used to worry about what I looked like, what I drove, what color my hair was, was it like everyone else's. And now I'm just like so confident, like who I am at my core, that like I know my hair does not define me. Yeah. And I just remember like being in a not healthy relationship and the guy that I was dating, I remember said like, if you dyed your hair brunette, I would not date you. Or he would like show me pictures of like other women's bodies that would basically mean like he thinks that this is something I should strive for. Yeah. And you know, when you're with somebody, you want to like make sure that you're like up to their standards and things like that. And you don't want to like stray away from that. But for me, it was like, I don't want to ever have to change my appearance for somebody to love me. And something that has been so solid in my life now is being in a healthy relationship and knowing that no matter where I'm at or what I'm doing in my life, that they're going to support me and love me no matter what. And it's been like a saving grace to me. Well, and also the right person who's like meant to be in your life will not even like make you feel like you need to change yourself, you know, like they're going to accept you for you and you can be 100% yourself around them and they're not going to like make you feel any sort of way about it. So I'm happy you you have that now because you didn't have that before. And it's sad because then you're not really yourself, like authentic. And it's hard to build your confidence when you're unsure of who you are. And I think that that this goes with not even just like your overall appearance, but like this can be just like choices you make in life and you won't be as confident. And I think that for me, it would have solved a lot of little things in my life if I would have been more confident in who I am as a person because I would not have let someone tear me down in those ways or changed what I wanted to be who someone else needed. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. So I think the appearance thing though, like be who you are, do your hair how you want, get whatever car you want. If I remember... Like Heather knows, I <laughs> drove a 1993 Geo Prism. If you don't know what it is, look it Please up. Please Google it. I had to <laughs> manually roll down the windows. The AC didn't work. I had no Bluetooth. Like this thing. No acceleration. Was- I used to borrow Heather's car to go on dates because I was so scared of what people thought of me. Now I feel like if I was to drive that car, I would rock it. Oh, totally. Like that thing, that car made me the woman I am today. <laughs> but looking back, like it made me so self-conscious but like now I'm like you know what I should have been just happy that I even had a car yeah that I could get places that my parents could even get me and like something you know so I don't know it just I look back at like times that made me not feel confident and it just makes me sad and I wish that my younger self would have realized that it's okay especially with materialistic things like I recently just sold my car and so I'm without a car right now and my parents were so generous enough to be like oh if you ever need to you can use what was my first car which was a Ford Fusion and my younger self was like oh my gosh that car was so ugly it was not cool or like sporty or luxurious at all but now I'm just like oh my gosh thanks like I would love to drive it again I have so many memories in it and who cares you know especially with the materialistic things yeah so I just want especially for anyone that is younger that's listening to this 
I think that everything that you do stems from the confidence that you have in yourself and that is in the relationships that you have and the way you present yourself and it's just something that I think that is really important to strive for in and it's still something I'm working on but it's nice when I'm around people in my life whether it's my relationship or my friends or my family that are there for me and support me no matter what I decide to do or what you look like or what you drive exactly exactly that kind of goes into one of mine too one of mine was um, the only opinion that matters is your own And I think that falls really like in line with what you were just saying, but really like your opinion of yourself and the decisions you make are ultimately like up to you and you're the only one that matters in that situation. Obviously, like, you know, we have friends and family and loved ones close to us that we value their opinions. And I think that's good, too, because it's good to have someone who you can truly trust to be honest with you in situations, because sometimes you just need to hear things that aren't necessarily what you're thinking. But at the end of the day, like if you're happy with the path you're on and your opinion of yourself is very high, like that's truly all that matters. Because who cares like what other people think of you? Like that's something that I've really grown into, especially the last year and a half is the people who want to judge you from the outside. Like that says more about them than it does about you. If you're confident in yourself and you feel validated within yourself and who you are and the decisions you make and like what you are doing with anything in your life, that's all that matters. I completely agree. And I just feel like, you know what? Let those people sit there and judge you. Let them because you will probably never know. You'll probably never find out. I feel like it's just, you know what? Let them waste their time on that. Keep doing you and everything will fall into place how it's supposed to. And the people's opinions that matter you will know who those people are. Totally. It's nice to get some tough love. Like I've been asking a couple of my close friends and family for advice on some things recently in my life. And it's nice when people are like, this is what we think. But at the end of the day, we are going to support you with whatever you decide to do and you'll be okay. And yeah, they're going to have their opinions on, you know, my choices, but you have to do what's best for you. I think especially in my early 20s, like, and I think a lot of girls and probably guys go through this, like coming out of high school into college and you're in like the age of wanting to make new friends and have big friend groups and be social and do all the cool things and post it on your social medias where you look cool and like you just want to be validated through how many likes you get or how many friends are in your circle or how many people you're going out with on Friday night. But like, honestly, like the older you get, the less that matters. And that's something that I've become really confident in. And I wish I could tell my younger self that like those people that you were striving to hang out with on Friday night back when you were 22, 23, like they're no longer around. The only thing that matters is yourself, really, you know? Yeah. And like not to change it at all, but I was thinking about that too. You know, the people that are in your life and the things that you used to worry about. Like one of the points that I came up with was just like to not sweat the small stuff, Mm -hmm. which is always, again, a work in progress. I think that we all to a fault can be overthinkers or just, you know, kind of obsess about like little things that really don't matter. But like looking back, you know, you lose friendships or you gain friendships. But, you know, the things that you always thought were like a negative Now I look back at the time it was so hard and I do think it teaches you a lot. But now I'm like, wow, I feel like everything was meant to happen how it did. Yeah. And I feel like this is something that my younger self really would have benefited from. It's just like not sweating the small stuff. I recently saw something about the five by five rule. Have you heard of that? I have that written down too on my thing. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. It just says if it will not matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes thinking about it. And that is so true. 100%. I still need that reminder, like even in my present day. 
Yeah. My sister and I were talking about that today, just not overthinking like the minor details. And but then it's if you think about it, like those slightest things, those small worries that you have can be the biggest setbacks. And that's what was so hard for me when I was thinking about these things to like look back at all the little things that I used to worry about before they would even happen. Like I and, you know, these days I feel like I do catch myself, but I think I'm more aware of it. I used to like get upset or worry about things that hadn't happened. I'd make myself sick over them. I would sit and not be able to sleep because of it. And they hadn't even happened yet. And it's just like like, projecting it like. Yeah, exactly. So that was just like a small one I had. It was just to not sweat the small stuff. So, you know, if friendships are lost, you're allowed to feel the things or, you know, if a picture doesn't get the amount of likes you want, it's okay to like feel that emotion, but let it go. Your life will carry on. Totally. Yeah, no, I had the five by five rule written too, because I think I grew a lot professionally in my last role where I got a lot of like unsolicited advice or like criticism. And that was really hard on me um, because I don't know if anyone's into Enneagrams, but I'm a, I'm a three, which is the achiever. So like, I just want to be the best. I want everyone to like me. Like I want everyone to like, I just want to feel approved and feel like I'm the best at what I'm doing. And so whenever I get unsolicited criticism, even if it's constructive and I know in my head it's constructive, I'll take it so hard because I'm like, why am I not doing better at this? But I have definitely grown in my mindset that like a lot of it, and I have this written down too, so I guess I'll just like go into that. But your mindset is the most powerful thing you have. And the way you structure your internal dialogue with yourself will make whatever is going to come in your life next, whether it be good or bad, like it all comes from your mindset. And so are you going to look at your glass half full or half empty? Like I used to be a half empty kind of person in my early 20s and it gets really tiring. And then if you're always looking at your glass, whether that's like work-related relationships, fitness, whatever it is, if it's always half empty, you're never going to get to a point where it's half full. Like you have to think your glass is half full before you actually hit those milestones where it is, you know, actually going good. So I think mindset is like such a huge thing when it comes to how you want your life to play out. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that mindset and just being mindful in general of the way you're thinking or how you're treating yourself is huge. And, you know, like constructive criticism and those type of things, I think you can take it with a grain of salt, but at the end of the day, you can't let it tear you down. And I know that's hard. I mean, we're always going to run into that, I feel like, because people love to give their (laughs) Their unsolicited advice. Exactly. Their opinions. And knowing who you are and like where you're coming from and what you're doing like you just have to remind yourself that it might not be what other people want or you know are looking for but if you're doing your best that's what matters and you don't have to be everyone's cup of tea that's something that really resonated with me too as being like an achiever and wanting everyone's validation I'm at a point where like I don't need everyone's like approval or I don't need everyone to like me like if you do I love that like I feel like I'm very likable but also you know you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and that's totally fine like not everyone's going to get along or be best friends or want to listen to me talk that's okay yeah it's totally totally okay something about mindset and being mindful I wrote down prioritizing your time and I know that's like really cliche and I feel like everyone tells themselves that and you know you try to be on top of it but for me it wasn't just like in like work and stuff it was really like in my relationships I wish I would have prioritized when I had the chance to like be with loved ones that are you know no longer here or we can't do the things that we could have done back in the day when I was younger and I had more time and 
they had the energy or, you know, and especially now during the pandemic, it's like you can only do so much. I I mean, my family and I, we still haven't gotten together for the last holiday and it just, we've been waiting and waiting and it's just, you know, you kind of take for granted those times you did have that it just was there. So something, you know, I wish my younger self would have done is prioritize my time. I also feel like in relationships, I wasted a lot of time because the mindset that I used to have was I've already put so much time into it. So why walk away now? Because you think you're like wasting time. But I feel like if I would have had the mindset to like prioritize my own time and like my energy and my efforts and things like that, then I wouldn't have lasted so long. Yeah. I remember like being in an unhealthy relationship and all my time went towards this person because I was scared that when I wasn't with them, what they would be doing. That was time I missed with my friends. That's time I missed with my family. But it all stemmed from like not having confidence in this person or in myself and just like not prioritizing what was important. Yeah. I mean, I, in that time in my life, I thought that I was making the right choices. But now looking back, if I would have been more clear on how I was spending my time, I would have realized how unhealthy it was. Um, and then I also think with jobs, I think we get really set in our ways and like time that we put into jobs and we work really hard and that's great. But I also think that you do come across a time where it no longer serves you. And the amount of time you put into a business or a company and, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I, especially in my younger days, worked jobs that just really did not fulfill me. And I wish I would have like taken that time to really figure out more of like my career. So I just really think that people should prioritize their time to really set themselves up for success. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thankful now I'm still having the opportunity to grow and, you know, like have new opportunities. But it's just looking back, I think if I would have managed my time better, I could be a little bit further, which is okay. Yeah. Taking it for what it is. But I just like think back to my younger self. I used to work like three jobs that were just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Made me a paycheck when I could have like been using that time. Investing yourself. Work towards a career type thing. But I mean, those jobs were fun. They were fun. And I have a lot of memories. Yeah. But yeah, I think that that's just something. And even to this day, I'm working on prioritizing my time and like the people I spend it with. And I know I've touched base on that too. But just like remember, like take some time to call your grandparents. Take some time to call your parents. You know, I think we do take those for granted. And so, you know, if you're just driving home, call a loved one, call an old friend, like make good use of your time while you have it. I love that. That's such a good reminder. Well, when you're younger, you don't really like, I mean, when I think back to like my early self coming out of high school, I was like really (laughs) self-centered, which is sad. But, you know, I think everyone kind of is like they get out of high school and, you know, they just kind of have their friend groups and all that matters is that. And you don't think to call your grandma or make a trip to visit them or something. And I know I kind of talked about like I've been trying to keep in contact with my grandpa more and stuff. And You know, it's just as nice when you have conversations with different types of people at different points in their life, because I think we kind of surround ourselves with the similar people and just not getting different perspectives and not even just like their opinions, but just like different perspectives. So I think that you might actually learn a lot if you just give your relatives a call. Absolutely. I wrote down too, one thing that I wish my younger self did was not waste so much time on like bad diets. 
sis, fad diets are so lame. Like, so lame. I spent so much of my, like, late teens, like, early 20s calorie restricting, doing things like super low carb, like, under a thousand calories. That's so unhealthy. Or the keto diet, that was a huge trend. And I did lose a lot of weight on it, but looking back, that's so not attainable and so bad for, like, your body. So if I could tell my younger self something, it would be do yourself a favor and skip that and just focus on balance and true nutrition and you'll be so much happier accepting your body and working on making yourself the best version of you than trying to chase down someone else's diet plan or someone else's body figure or pant size like it's just it's so tiring and I wasted so much time on it yeah and I think that people especially when you're younger you don't realize like how important just like fueling your body is because I used to that was something I was going to write down, but then I just was like, eh. But I wish I would have started taking care of my body and myself when I was younger, but in the right way. I used to eat terribly. I would drink like drinks that were just like full of like sugars and stuff. But I feel yeah. like then you think you have to go on all these diets and these like, you know, you do all these crazy things and like cut your calories in half and all that. But it's really just fueling your body with good foods. Totally. It's just bad habits. I used to like calorie restrict and then I would binge because it would become the weekend and my friends would go out to eat and I wasn't going to miss out on social hours. So like, of course I was going to go. And then I'd feel bad about myself because I didn't stick to my diet. That was like way too unattainable and extreme. So then I would binge again, like just so bad. Yeah. And I know it's funny too, because I just got off Whole30, but I feel like it's like a different type. I wouldn't even call it really necessarily like a diet the whole purpose of it is to really see what kind of foods you're sensitive to yeah so it's like gosh what is it called they call it like elimination diet an elimination diet yes that is what i'm trying to say (laughs) (laughs) because i've gone like so many like allergy panels done and just tests done and they're like well you know you're slightly allergic to potatoes but you shouldn't have to cut them out like you're not that high and it's like okay so am i allergic or am i not totally you know so it's interesting to see now i'll see what I haven't had any grains or bread or added sugars and it's just so crazy. Now I'm going to add these things back and just see how I feel. So I'm interested. That's different too. Like I I went to my doctor and got a bunch of tests done too because there was a point and I still sort of face this every now and then. It's gotten better, but no matter what I ate, I would insanely bloat afterwards. Like I would just like completely balloon up. It didn't matter if it was like even just lettuce or like anything would bloat me. So I went to my doctor and she gave me a blood test and they were like, nope, everything came back normal. You don't have a gluten intolerance. You don't have any new allergies. Don't know, basically no help at all and so I'm like okay well thank you but elimination diets are really helpful if you're trying to pinpoint what's not making you feel good yeah because that's what I think I lacked before I started was just like the energy levels and my sleep and obviously I'd gained some weight and just things that I knew there was something not adding up and you're 100% correct like I've gone to doctors and I've done I've gone to a naturopath and my regular doctor and I've gone to a dermatologist for things because you know I was like maybe it's like food sensitivities or my hormones or whatever it may be and I just feel like I never got answers yeah so now I'm like trying to take the steps for myself to like really learn my body and see what is affecting me and what's not yeah but I know that when I've tried to do like those diets of cutting calories and I even tried keto for a week and it just (laughs) for me it just didn't work like it just didn't yeah feel right but I mean at the end of the day I know people are gonna do what they feel works for you but I would just try to remind yourself that you should find something that is sustainable and right and not so extreme we did say like obviously you know 
keto does work great for some people, but just be mindful of what you're doing to your body. And like, I would never recommend like extreme calorie cutting. That's just something like I was there, I did it. And I like went and saw a nutritionist when I was doing personal training. And she was like, okay, how much are you eating every day? And I'm like 1100 calories. And she looked at me like I was insane. She She was was probably like, absolutely not. Yeah. She was like, this is not it. Because then you kind of like alter your metabolism too, which is a whole nother story. And you don't want to limit yourself too. Like I feel like you want to be able to go out and have fun and enjoy your time and food with people and just like really be mindful of what you're putting in your body every other day of the week. But when you want to go out and get ice cream with some friends or celebrate a birthday, like just do it. it. Yeah. You'll be okay. Yeah. Agreed. But that's something, yeah, I want to kind of learn about. It's just like intuitive eating and hormones and that's something that's like always been of interest to me but I did spend a lot of time growing up just like focusing on those fad diets that yeah like I remember I tried to do like a cleanse which I think a cleanse in some aspects can be really healthy but like for me it was like I want to look skinny in three days for a concert and it's like lose 10 pounds in three days it's like okay (laughs) yeah so just be careful and just be smart with your choices and you can get to your goals in a way more sustainable way I keep reminding myself that abs are made in the kitchen you know, absolutely majority of it. So that's where <laughs> I, I'm kind of excited for Charlie and I to live together because I know I'm going to want to cook more because it's fun when you're cooking for two, just because I felt like I was wasting a lot of food if I cooked a big meal. And so I'm actually excited to really cook healthier things. And I know he'll give me his opinion, yeah. which, you know, I'm not going to take too far, but I just, it's nice because I feel like it's another person to be like, okay, yeah, this is really good, but it's still healthy, you know? So Yeah, I'm excited for that to learn. I love it. I really only had one more um, and there's really not much to say about this. I think it is pretty clear. But I think when I was younger, I didn't really take it into account as much as I should have. Um, Your intuition typically does not steer you wrong and that you should always be on the look for red flags. I love that. That's so I don't think you should go seeking. I don't think you should go seeking for red flags, but I do think you need to be more aware I read a quote the other day and it was like, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's It's a a duck. duck. Yes, it is a duck. And I just feel like if someone shows you their red flags, take it for what it is and trust your gut, trust your intuition. I think that my intuition 98.8% of the time has been right. And this could just be like with situations. I know that I've been in situations where I just did not have a good feeling about it. And I wish I would have gotten myself out of it. Yeah. I mean, you learn from it. But my younger self, if I would have trusted my gut. Could have avoided some stuff. Lots of stuff. Yeah. But again, I think that comes from having confidence. I think that comes with just being self-aware. And as you get older and you learn and you get into better relationships and you choose your situations and things you do wisely, Mm -hmm. you don't come across that as much. But now it's like, you know, my family used to say, and I've told Charlie this too, and this is just the truth that I would just like and especially when it came to relationships I would just like chew them up and spit them out and then I just felt like I would date and I knew that as soon as I saw a red flag or someone showed me their true colors like that was it and I left it at that especially after like not being in a very healthy relationship yeah dating after that you know I did date great guys and but then there were the handful that the minute they showed a red flag I was like no sis this is not for me 
100%. No, thank you. And a lot of it is being secure in yourself to know, like, if they're showing red flags, that's it. You do not need to stick around for them to show you what? Another red flag? Like, go find someone who will not show you a single red flag. Yeah. And, you know, my relationship isn't perfect now. And there's things we work on and we're growing together. And that's something that... I have been very confident in is that Charlie's always, you know, shown me who he is. And when we come across issues, we're able to talk about it. And it's never been big enough to the point where I'm like, red flag, you know? And so it's nice. You will find that person that fits into your life well and shows you their true colors from the start. That was something that was really important to me in dating was I want someone that is persistent and like very clear with their intentions because especially in my younger days, I felt like I got taken advantage of. Mm. I feel like the red flags that I saw were very actually like harmful to me in a way that like with my emotions and just now I feel like thankfully I'm at a place where I can start to build my confidence but when I was in those relationships and this is like friendships relationships coworkers, whatever it may be I remember being like so hard on myself and it wasn't a me problem. It was a them problem. Yeah. And I wish I would have realized that then because it was their red flag. Totally. Red flags, like you just said, they come with friendships, with coworkers, with Mm -hmm. jobs even. Like, trust me, I know all about red flags. So yeah, I wish my younger self was confident enough to see a red flag and be like, nope, this is not for me, but... We live and we learn. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was just something that with being younger, you don't, maybe you don't realize them as often. And I think it's important for, especially for people that may be younger listening to this, that people will always show their true colors and to believe it when you see it because yeah, it is what it is, you know? I have one more actually. I was on Instagram and I saw this in someone's caption. I don't remember who, so I can't give them credit, which I feel really bad about. But it said, if you don't build your own dreams, someone else will hire you to build theirs holy and the second I saw that I was like oh my goodness like that is so true because I spent so many years in my early 20s pouring my life and soul into my job and like helping build someone else's dream and I took that dream and I thought it was also like simultaneously my dream but at the end of the day like I was just I was an employee I was replaceable I wasn't cared for like you know I was building someone else's dream at the end of the day so ended up separating from that and like you really just have to like go for your dreams yeah find your passion go start that career in the industry you love where you'll be happy go kickstart your business ventures that you thought of like we've together have had so many business ideas in our early 20s we've had so many of them that we have never followed through on and probably a lot of it was because timing was just off or like I was really busy with work or whatever it may have been or we were too caught up working for someone else exactly yeah but there's no better time than right now to actually do what you want to do and not just talk about it I wish I would have started that mindset about five years ago could not agree more and I feel like it's just like never too late to reinvent yourself I like that yeah, like for me, I, I've i tried, you know, my own little small side business. It's called Shop with Taryn. And I'm sure some of you listening have been super supportive of it. And that has been fun to me because it's mine. It's yeah. my thing. And nobody can take that from me. And like you said, like you are replaceable. I do think that you can make a big impact on people's dreams. And like, it's exciting to see, especially if it's someone that respects you and appreciates you. But you absolutely have to take steps to follow your own dream and your own goals in life. Because if you're not, then you're just creating someone else's. And then what's left in the rest of your day for you? Like you have to do what you love to do. I think that's why I like my current job so much more is because even though I work, 
work for a company, I pretty much feel self-employed. Like it's very much I run my own like desk and I my effort is what creates my income basically. And even this, like this podcast, like it's ours and we get to have full creative realm over it and stuff. So yeah. yeah. Go for your dreams, find your passions, and don't be afraid to actually like take the leap and take strides towards like what you're passionate about. Who knows what it could turn into, you know? And I think with perseverance, you can make anything you're passionate about successful. Yeah, that is so true. And it's just, you can always step out of your comfort zone. That's something that I wanted to take into 2022 was just to really step out of my comfort zone. I think that that's going to happen a lot this year in a lot of aspects in my life. And I'm excited to see how I handle them. But I know that I will always make it work. And yeah, I have enough passion in like what I do to be successful. And so I actually really love that you said that because I think that that's something I'm really starting to realize that the only one that really can at the end of the day help me is me. And, you know, I have to work hard and do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's been a huge wave in general of people like there's been this huge like on entrepreneurial shift and a lot of people like you don't have to just slave away at like a corporate job and you know what some people like to do that and I I fully get it like I did it for years and I thought it was for me but if you have any sort of like creative outlet and you're passionate about something that you could turn into an entrepreneurial path for yourself just take the leap and go for it because you just never know where it'll turn up and I've seen so many of like my close friends and people I know like actually take a leap and go do things that they're passionate about and it turned out really successful for them. So why yeah. not you? Like do it yourself. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I also feel the same way with just like people in my life. It's very motivating to see them take something and run with it and to be able to support them. And I think even with our podcast, you know, my first thoughts were, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? What if it's not what yeah. people expect? And it's just, you know what, we're doing this because I wanted to step out of my comfort zone and to be able to have conversations and to learn and to be relatable to people and to build something, like you said, that's ours. Yeah. And I think it's been so fun so far so we're on a roll but I also think when you're so caught up in building someone else's dream like you don't have the time to enjoy like experiences and things in your life and that's something that for me I know I really appreciate the time that's away from work and so totally not like overwhelming yourself or like consuming your whole life in work and some people are like that and are do it great but for me I know that I thrive with time with my loved ones my me time so just like really when you aren't working being more present in what you're doing outside of work so that you can enjoy when you do go back to work if that makes sense having a good work-life balance something that I am like proud of myself for doing growing up is taking risks because I know that I had gotten like very complacent in my jobs and like when I was younger and stuff you know I worked at Nordstrom for a few years and I just remember at that time it was it was great like for the life that I was living but I remember I found a new career opportunity and I remember someone at the time gave me advice of like doing what scares you and if I wouldn't have taken that jump I would not nearly be as close as to where I am today yeah and I think that that also comes with getting out of your comfort zone but do what scares you like take that risk try something new that's something that I think the last couple of years especially like this year that I'm gonna be working on um and just kind of realizing when it's time for change that's a huge one being self-aware to know when it's time change is good change promotes growth 
You don't grow where you're comfortable. That's why we have this podcast. We want people to relate to us and, you know, have conversations with us about how to grow, how to get to where you want to be. I'm excited to have people on to just kind of share their experiences and where they're at and how they started. That is going to be so fun. And I think as this podcast grows, you know, we'll have more people on to really broaden these conversations. But these are just things that Heather and I have talked about. And we think it's really fun to be able to incorporate into our podcast. And just like, hopefully this is something that people can take into their week, into their life, into their day to day. So and conversations leave you feeling inspired. Like if you just think about things in your head, it's hard to inspire yourself. So being able to bounce these conversations off of each other and then eventually have people on to give you a wider lens perspective yeah a perspective yeah. it'll just make it even better so I'm just excited to see where this goes because I think the conversations that we are going to have are conversations that I haven't really had and it's something that I want to learn from and just like take into my life same and a lot of the people that I know we've talked about having on are just like my inspirations and like people that I really look up to So I'm excited to share that with people. Yeah, I totally agree. And we're excited to share with everyone listening. Yeah. And I just, I want to say thank you again to everyone who's taken the time to actually review and, you know, rate us five stars and really like give us feedback. We've had people message to give us feedback and it's been great. I I think it's something that we, yeah, just positive feedback is so nice. It keeps us going. It makes us excited. Yeah. This has already been bigger than what I thought or I think we thought. Way bigger. We we have been blown away. And yeah, all of the positive feedback, all of the compliments and the encouragement, like we're just so motivated to keep going. Yeah. And I just want, especially whenever you're listening to this or, you know, if it's on your Monday drive into work or your workout or whatever it is, just like take mental notes and hopefully you can implement them into your life and just really like have these conversations with us and like share with us, like show us what you're doing or where you're taking it because we're excited to see what other people are doing yeah but yeah we just want to say thank you so much for listening take the time to like and subscribe we would appreciate it so much i hope you have a great week wherever you are whenever you are listening to this just make it the best you can um you can find our podcast anywhere podcasts can be found just make sure you're also following along at our instagram you grossis because we are putting up content little motivational reminders make sure to follow along we will see you next monday and make it a great week bye Bye, sis. sis